welcome to the Pop 2K Pod. We're back. And boy, do we have a gift to give you in this episode. It's the gift that keeps giving all year long if you let it. Um, oh my god. They, they, uh, this group were, well, the album in the group, and this is probably the only album we'll be doing from this group. Uh, today now I know the other two episodes we were pretty jazzed uh, to bring you three I'm sorry other three episodes we were pretty jazzed to uh, talk to you guys about some awesome uh, early pop 2k pop but this is I don't want to say trash (laughs) (laughs) it's 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 just bad it's not good I, it, but I will say it's not like a horrible, horrible where it like makes your ears bleed, but you have to be like in a certain demographic. And once you're out of that, it's over, you know, like I, I really liked these folks, um, when they first came out, um, you know, I, yeah, this, this was awful. I'm going to say <laughs> that your ears may not have bled, but mine, mine were weeping a little bit. <laughs> Why, God? Why? (laughs) But, you know, it. I see the appeal that this band, Jump 5, of which we are covering, had at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, Brie, do you want to bring up, like, what your first memory of them was and and how we're coming to cover them? Um, it all comes back again to that uh, Silvertown and Country minivan. Um, there must have been a party in that minivan every day. <laughs> I mean, was it also, was it like we, the cash cab where you walked in and there was lights <laughs> on the ceiling that would flash? We were um, some of the first in our town to get like our our minivan had the uh, automatic doors. Ooh. So I rolled up to sixth grade, pressed the button, and got out. And I'm like, hey, everyone! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that. Yeah, I'll close the door. Press button. <laughs> um, and we also we also had the little DVDs. Ooh, the DVD that came thing. down from the ceiling or in the seats. Mm-hmm. Ceiling. Oh, the one in the ceiling. Yeah. Wow. Fun times. I used Fun to um, when I was a kid look at other people's cars and see what they were watching and be like, man. Why do we just have a boring Toyota Corolla with nothing special in it? I want a you DVD know, player in my car. You were being fiscally responsible, you know? Like, we didn't need all that. What do we need that for? I mean, it was entertaining, yes. But, I mean, I don't think we used it much when we actually went on a road trip. I think we mostly slept. So, <laughs> it's not like... <laughs> I had, like, one of those little magnet games, though. So, like, the pieces won't go flying everywhere. That was fun. But uh, you see how far we're veering from Jump 5? That's how bad. All right. So okay. Jump 5. We're going to be doing I, this a lot. <laughs> they, yeah, I, I heard them on Radio Disney, which will come up later. They were big on there. Um, like all their albums were. But when this one came out, you'll 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 hear in the first song, if you're listening along, God bless you. Um, but also, <laughs> it's it was high energy. And 10 to 11-year-old Brie was here for it. I, too, had high energy. And I was like, these guys know where it's at. And then when you watch the video, the choreo, I I wanted to be them. I'm like, these fun outfits. 
you're in some random city. I bet your parents aren't even there watching. No chaperones? Like, wow. The Jump 5 kids are... <laughs> it's interesting cool. that you bring that up because two things I wanted to note is, one, apparently they're gymnasts along with being a pop group. Knew it. And I watched a video on YouTube about Jump 5. I don't know how I got through it, but it was like 15 minutes of them... It was like one of those get to know you videos with the kids. <laughs> and first of all, <clears throat> they're homeschooled and they love being homeschooled because they learn that so they learn so much about the real world and you, they like show footage of them like building <laughs> they're building like weird erector sets of stuff and like counting money and I'm like I wonder if these kids know how to do their taxes without TurboTax like I bet I bet that's what they learned counting money we learned about the real world 10 20 30 that's what they said they're like we learn so much so much faster than normal kids i'm like but how do you know mm-hmm. how do you know what you're learning kids um they also okay this maybe that would explain the maturity level in some of these songs because i'm like what are you why are you singing about this you're like 13 14 years old and this whole album <laughs> Is about being so deep in love with someone. But and but Brie. It's about <laughs> being in love with Jesus. Probably. No, not probably. They're a Christian uh pop group. If you listen to the lyrics, it's virtually copy and pasted right out of one of those crazy mega churches that has like a Starbucks in the hallway before you go and hear the word and the, there's like the cool cousin Caleb who has his rock band Caleb <laughs> who plays on the stage of the mega church I can sing of your love forever that one yeah i i could not get past that feeling of like and I shouldn't say mega churches are creepy. I mean, I guess that's not nice to say, but they're just a little strange. It depends on the mega church. I'm not gonna say too much. Let me shut my mouth on that one. But I, I feel like they are a little. I they're not my, they're not my jam. Um, Which is fine. I, my only experience just, with it is the one mega church that was frequented by family members distant family members and yeah they just asked for a lot of money which was basically it is that they they wanted a building fund yeah they they needed to fund the starbucks in the hallway and the three supposed preachers there needed some vacation houses in the name of jesus which is fine if that's what people want to give their money to that one, uh, Creflo Do- Dollar, funny last name that his name is Dollar, he recently, a couple years back, said that uh, God wants him to have a private jet, and his congregation needs to help him with that. Uh, I'm pretty so, sure anyway, if God wanted uh... us to fly, he would have <laughs> given us wings, but you know what? He did not. God, do you want us to fly? Do you? Do you? Are there are there wings up here? No, no. All the wings of love. Okay. Sorry, we're we're um, 
<laughs> I'm trying to be non-offensive and also express how uncomfortable I am with mega churches, but I, I yeah, don't man. think I can walk that line. So I mean, this is someone coming from someone I grew up in church, like a normal one, just a regular degular church. Um, we were big, but it wasn't a mega church. I just don't see. I get the intent. I don't think they're doing it right. Not all of them. Uh, God bless, though. Jump five. Um, <laughs> they were Christian, in case you didn't know. They were. Um, and still are, probably. Probably. Um, probably. They were They were actually on, and this actually put me down another rabbit hole while listening to this album. They were on a Christian music label. Uh, album mm-hmm. label. Uh, Sparrow. Sparrow, which also... Switchfoot was on, and let me tell you, I was a huge Switchfoot fan when I was 12. Had no <laughs> idea that they were Christian rock, but damn, I loved that, that Dare You to Move song. Dare you to move. When that plays, and a walk to remember, it's a moment. You know, I still haven't seen that all the way through. Like, I know what happens. Yep, she does. Gotta give it a shot. I liked the song. We'll get into Mandy more later. I actually like her. Me too. Um, Me too. That was that was how I got into Switchfoot, actually. But you know, um, Hillsong United, they're also on Sparrow. And they're like the big Christian group. Like, they're huge. Like, there's a lot of those guys in there. Yeah, I have no know. idea who that is. It's like one of those funk bands, you know, back in the day where there were like 20-odd members. No. Oh. Except a Christian group. Hmm. <laughs> That's interesting. That is interesting. But if we're talking about, uh, do you want to go through some quick facts about our Jump 5 friends? Sure. Um, So yeah, like we said, they were a Christian pop group. Uh, They were active from uh, 1999 to 2007. And there were five of them. Imagine imagine that. Now, where I got it messed up. And maybe it's because they were around the same time as all these other Swedish pop bands, is I thought they were a Swedish pop band. <laughs> they are from Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> Nashville is very different from Sweden. Does, doesn't bear any resemblance to Stockholm at all. Not not even a little. And I mean, to be fair, I've never heard them speak until my adult years. So I just thought... High energy, dancing music. They, they have to be a Swedish pop band. Nashville. <laughs> um, so we got Brandon and Brittany uh, Hargest? Hargest? Hargest, yes. The siblings. I guess. Um, and Brittany was like the really flippy one. She did a lot the of... The flippy one. A lot of acrobatics. Um, we have Chris... Uh, your names, guys. Chris... Fadun. 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 Leslie Moore. Nice and simple. And Libby Hodges. Love the name Libby. Um, and uh, Libby left in 2004. And then Natasha. What? Noak? She joined the group on a temporary basis, which I didn't know. Um, but then they uh, decided to let's just do this with the four. Which folks. ruins your name. Come on. You're not. Yeah. Jump four. No. <laughs> no. When I was watching the uh, video about the members, they also tried to do the same thing that the S Club uh, 7 people did and tried to, like, boil them down to personalities. Oh. (laughs) Brandon 
was oh the smart one. He was like the Einstein, as they called him. Uh, Brittany was the hyper one. She's always, yep. She's flipping around everywhere. She's always hyper. She basically is drinking Surge by the bottle. <laughs> Chris Fadun <laughs> is the bad boy, and you can tell that by his highlighted spikes in his hair. The bad boy. Yeah. I, of the Christian pop crowd. <clears throat> he probably just asked why after every sermon. <laughs> um, I don't remember. I think Leslie was the funny one. She And when they were like, well, how is she funny? One of the guys said, well, she laughs at everything. I was like, that's not being funny. No, it's that's not. finding things funny. <laughs> There's a difference. You find things funny. Uh, you are not funny, Leslie. No. Um, you just find things funny, which more power to you, but there's a difference. Um, <laughs> Libby, Libby Hodges, uh, uh, this poor girl, all they said about her is she has a nice alto voice. <laughs> so she just <laughs> walks around like, hi, I'm Libby. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why she left in 2004. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Libby, I'm here to... <laughs> Step in for Leslie. Uh. <laughs> um, that reminds me of um, like they. So when Aretha Franklin was asked about like, cause you know how they like to ask like these legendary artists about other artists. They asked Aretha. They're just naming names. They're like, oh, what do you think of Beyonce? What do you think of Adele? And she was saying all these nice things. She said Taylor, they're like, oh, what do you think of Taylor Swift? And she paused and she went, nice gowns, beautiful gowns. <laughs> and I think... I mean, I would have the same... I like that's what they did to Libby here. I would have the same response, but that's okay. <laughs> nice gowns. Nice gowns. She's very beautiful tall. Beautiful gowns. Very tall. Um, wow, Libs. Sorry about that, girl. Yeah. Justice for Libby. <laughs> Let's make it a hashtag. <laughs> Wonder what she's up to these days. Uh, December 2007. They're so specific. Uh, the group separated. They they went their separate ways. Um, but altogether, they released five regular regular studio albums and then two Christmas albums. Praise God. Joy to the world. Hallelujah. Yeah, I feel like they would do good Christmas songs. I'll give them that. I love a good Christmas album. I might have to listen to that. I probably already know. Oh, you know what? I do. I do. Because I remember Radio Disney... They had a uh, Christmas Jams album, and they were definitely on that, along with uh, Hilary Duff in the later years. Oh. <clears throat> and her uh, original Santa Claus Lane. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I want to do something really quickly, because Jump 5 was basically sponsored, not sponsored, but given lots of money by Disney to do... All of their soundtracks, basically, and be featured on all their Radio Disney jams. I pulled one of the volumes, one of the Radio Disney jam volume track listings, and I want to hear if you recognize any of these songs or remember them. I see them, and I know them. (laughs) So, (laughs) you remember Halfway Around the World by 18s, of course. Sure do. Fucking love that. Bounce by Aaron Carter. Yes. 
Perfect Day by... Living it up because we're here to party with the bouncy, bouncy, gonna make you happy. Oh, I forgot about that song. <laughs> now I remember that. Okay. Do you remember Perfect Day by Hoku? Yes. Wasn't that on the Snow Day soundtrack? That and, like, every teen montage. Sun's up a little after 12. Make breakfast for myself. You know, Do you think she's still like, chilling in Hawaii? She should be, if I were her. Like, just take it easy, man. Now, I don't remember this. Answer to Our Life by Backstreet Boys? Oh, that one, I do not recognize. I, what album? Was that the Black and Blue album? Answer to Our Life. I don't know. Let me look that up really quick. Hmm. They got me there. Don't I don't remember that one. Um, I do remember No More Baby I'm a Do Right by 3LW. Oh, yes. That was hardcore. I'm getting a little tired Book of your promises, promises, promises. promises. Um, <laughs> The Blue Dabadita song. Mm-hmm. Oh, Supergirl by Crystal Harris. Oh, absolutely. I totally forgot about that song. I'm Supergirl and I'm here to save the world. Um, one band we're going to actually cover that's on here that I still haven't listened to. And it's... Uh, it happens every time by Dream Street. It happens every time when I see you. It's a great, it's a great love ballad. Miracles happen by Myra. Who woke Snow White up by the Bahamut? Oh, that was okay. Was this the uh, part of like like you know how Disney remixed a bunch of songs? Like they have the Disney Mambo Number no. Five. Oh. Where they have like a little bit of mini in my life. Um, this was Who Woke Snow White Up. So instead of Who Let the Dogs no. Out, no. they switched the lyrics around. No! Yeah. No. <laughs> also, have you ever listened to the lyrics of Who Let the Dogs Out? Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's, it shouldn't have been on Radio Disney. It's real bad. Um, it's real bad. Shouldn't have been in that Rugrats movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh, dear. I don't know who plus one is. Last flight out. No idea. I think I had a free CD by them, and I'm pretty sure they're another, like, Christian. Group, Yikes. Okay. I think. Uh, something called Never Again by True Vibe. Okay, I lied. I don't know all these. <laughs> but, 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 I Want to Be With You by Mandy never Moore is on. I want to be with you. Which I loved as a child. It's Go ahead, Mandy. Yeah. With her 15-year-old self. Um, <laughs> I Think I Love You by Casey. Don't remember that. Okay, she... She covered the Partridge family. I think I love you. So what am I so afraid of? But she made it all dance poppy. I fucking loved it. I loved it so much. (laughs) Because of course I did. (laughs) But Well, maybe I'll have to explore this Casey person. Maybe she's like the eighteens of uh (laughs) the Partridge Partridge family. (laughs) Bringing them back. Then we have Spinning Around by Jump Five and then I Wanna Love You Forever, Jessica Simpson. Which, by the way, Just, if you haven't read her memoir, it's actually pretty good. I really want it's to. It's good. It's. I want to read hers and Mariah's. I have a lot of questions that need to be answered. I wish that <laughs> Jessica Simpson's 
autobiography went into a little bit more of, like, her time in the industry. I had no idea that she just missed making the Mickey Mouse Club. No idea. They cover that in her Behind the Music. I didn't know that! (laughs) And then she also talks a lot about her relationship with John Mayer, which is spilled a lot of tea there. Spilled a lot of tea. What did you- I saw a little bit of it on, on a TikTok, and I was like, I need to get this book. He's a douchebag. Johnny Knoxville, also, uh, no spoiler, had a thing with her while he was married. Uh, nothing happened, I don't think, but they had a little a little flirtation, which he sounds like a very sweet guy, which made me sad um, that that happened. But yeah, I gotta get into that book. I would recommend it. I enjoyed it. It's also, I mean... She also comes from a similar background as Gem 5 with her parents being, I think her dad's a pastor. Mm-hmm. So it was very interesting to see um, her reflect on her time in the Christian recording industry and how it changed when she moved to, I forget which label she signed to. It was either BMG, no, I think that was Britney. Was it Atlantic? I can't remember, but... But she has, like, that quintessential christian rock pop voice yeah like the belting the i mean and she does have a good voice i'm not saying it's bad but i'm saying if you heard shit back then you can hear it in there yeah which isn't horrible well i mean if you her and Katy perry if you grow up (laughs) singing in church that kind of you know that's that's what you know so that makes sense um but it's interesting to see her reflect on the transition from that to her more poppy, quote-unquote, scandalous music, as the Christians might call it, um, and her relationship with her father as well. That didn't go so well. So, um, <laughs> it's it's an interesting book, and I would be interested to see if Jump 5 had similar experiences um, just in the sense of Gen five memoirs, yeah, what they would say. But actually, you can see videos of one of the members' wedding, and they're still dancing to these songs. So I think they're pretty. I saw that. I'm like, oh my gosh, look at you guys. Well adjusted, well adjusted. And I thought it was really cute. Their little home video, um, uh, trying to dance to spinning around again. And they're all like giggly and like, oh, I don't, I, I don't remember the dance. Doing perfect. I know. <laughs> what is it we did? And they're all in sync. Okay. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't bust out any of the gymnastics. No, you can't do that past like age fourteen. <laughs> Break something. <laughs> Anyway, moving on, I have some album notes here that I'll just share really quickly. Um, So they released their self-titled debut album on August 14th, 2001. And then the album was re-released twice, first with the additional bonus track with a cover of Lee Greenwood's God Bless the USA after September 11th. Um, Mm -hmm. And then when they did a second re-release, they donated the profits to family members who lost a loved one during the attacks, which is, that's, that's nice of him. Or them, not him. Um, Lee Greenwood um, also performed his original track at 
Make America Great Again rallies. So, you know. And that also um, makes me feel better of completely hating that song. <laughs> Their version of it, though, I remember hearing it after September 11th, and I was, again, confused because I thought they were a Swedish pop group. And you were like, what are they doing talking about the I was US? Like, why do they care? What are you doing? <laughs> We're in Sweden where nothing horrible happens. Um, but I, I'll say this. I couldn't stand the way sweet little Brittany sang sometimes. Like the the lisp, but also super high and nasally. Oh. I couldn't take it. I mean. I couldn't take it. Like, God bless you, that's hey. And I'm like, what are you saying? What are you saying, Brittany? I don't. God bless who? <laughs> Whom? It kind of just sounds like someone permanently put, like, a nose clamp on her and never took it off. Like, she went swimming one day and just didn't take the, her nose clamp off. <laughs> I mean, God bless. I mean, she has, I think she still does, uh, she has, like, some albums out. So I have to think she's got, and plus puberty. I mean, mm-hmm. your voice drops a bit, so she probably be right. Um... Oh, also, also, another fun fact. Did you know that they opened for Aaron Carter in 2002? I sure did not. What a fun little experience that had to be. Yeah, he's not doing too well these days. No, he's not. <laughs> he was no, like he is the not. original Justin Bieber. He just didn't continue to get more famous. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> He did have some hits, though. Yeah. Poor Aaron. Poor Aaron. He he beat Shaq at a, a basketball game once. That's how I beat Shaq. That's all I remember. I know it all, but I'm not going <laughs> to ruin anyone's evening with that. Okay. Do you want to get into <laughs> these tracks really quick? Let's do it. Um, the one and only song I like on the whole album, <laughs> barely at this point, is... <laughs> Number one, spinning around. Right out the gate, you come in with some like high octane orchestral hits slash drums or something, and then you think, "Wow, did I just take speed?" <laughs> and <laughs> come in with Britney's, "You can't spin around," and then you're just taking off. See, I thought I listened to this first. Watched the music video, and then I took a breather because I needed to, like, <laughs> sit with my head between my legs for a few minutes to <laughs> regain my composure, uh, to not feel vertigo. Um, like vertigo. <laughs> and I found myself humming what I thought was this song, and I was like, oh, so maybe it is kind of like an earworm. But it turns out I was just humming upside down from 18s in my head instead because it sounds mm-hmm. exactly the same to me. Which is, again, why I thought they were a Swedish pop group and not from Nashville. <laughs> upside down. I thought they were, like, competing. I, I just, it's the same thing to me. We can make a mix. Um. Also... When the little tiny boy child is singing, he sounds exactly like good Charlotte. I was thinking that the whole time. I was like, is this Benji Madden? 
the one who starts it off with, It sounds like Good Charlotte. Good Charlotte. I get them and Simple Plan. They're the same thing. Mixed up. <laughs> was Good Charlotte the one who's like, Boys don't like yeah. girls. Yeah. Girls like cars, cars and, money. and money. I can hear that. Yeah, they sound that. exactly the same. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Also, also good Charlotte, also a band with two siblings. Two siblings, Benji and Joel. Is it one, or maybe that's a plan. One of them is with Nicole Richie. That's Benji. Benji Madden from Good Charlotte, who was also, I think, with Hilary Duff for a long time. Or was that Joel? I can't remember. It was one of them, because I remember thinking, like, oh my gosh, Hilary. Going for the bad boys. Um... (laughs) Also, in this song, I love that there's a really sad, I don't know if it's rap, but when they start to do, like, the jump around shouting, the go, 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 jump, jump, go, go, J5, spinning around, oh yeah, oh, yeah, 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 upside down, yeah, oh yeah, 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 J5 in the house, hey! Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a party. Um, I do okay. Like the where are the lyrics for it? But that uh, that I I feel like the Christian part came in when old girl. I think that was Leslie or maybe the other girl uh, whose name is escaping me. Where she's like every now and then I feel your peacefulness around me. All these when they songs, get all like angelic. All these and songs have a callback to Jesus. <laughs> I know because I looked. They all do. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just man. I mean They're speaking to their audience. That's fine. That's fine. And then they go crazy again. Up and down and all around, around and around. I also like, they say at some point, they say what we're doing doesn't have a sequel. Yeah, I never got that. I'm like, what you mean? What? (laughs) You've got five albums. What? What? (laughs) What? You could do anything and it doesn't have a sequel. (laughs) Maybe they just meant like living their life. Like, this is it, guys. So. Oh, yeah, I see that. So, you gotta keep spinning around. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know the call back to <laughs> They it. also say, don't want to lose your balance. Oh, you know, you gotta keep your equilibrium. Which is funny, because I felt like I was sick. Um, going back to go forward. All these definite maybes. It's like running around in circles. Now, I want to let you know... Um, when I was young and I thought he said, um, always have fun and baby, it's like running around in circles. So I thought he was like, let's have fun spinning around in circles, baby. <laughs> <laughs> They're like on a merry-go-round, like, yay. For real. I, that's what they were doing in the video. Um, no one seemed like they were contemplating life in this video. They were just going for it. Um, like their floor routine or something for their gymnastics team. Yeah, I wonder why that didn't work out for them. Could have gone for the Olympics, Seriously. Guys. Think big. Um, also, I would like to note that the video had some really great early uh, 2000s kids style in there, especially with... Mm-hmm. Um, 
There's a pair of patched jeans dyed in different colors in each patch. I had a pair of those. Um, I wanted a pair of those. I don't know why I never got them, but it reminded me of shopping at JCPenney in the year 2001. Yeah, it was... Did you ever go shopping at Limited 2? I went to Rave. Well, Rave Girl. Oh. Rave and Rave Girl, which I think kind of morphed into Rue 21. Oh. I think. But had a lot of Rave clothing. And I thought I was the coolest bitch with my, I'm like, oh, my tag's out. Oh, it says rave. Yeah. No biggie. <laughs> yeah, I do remember there was like, if you had limited two clothes, you were cool. I'm sorry. Were you just drinking a White Claw? Yes, ma'am. Oh, I'm so jealous. They left a bunch of alcohol here after my birthday. So <laughs> I don't usually drink it, but. Well, it's there. I'm on my little diet, and this is only 100 calories. And if you're doing Noom, anybody out there, it's one of the yellow items. You can drink these in moderation and still be okay for the rest of your Look day. About. See that? Yeah. <clears throat> um, but that's that. That's all I got on spinning around. I it's, have uh, uh, one more fast fact. This song was featured in the Lizzie McGuire episode. Where Lizzie McGuire teaches the bully Kate how to do one-handed cartwheels. One-handed cartwheel. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> You're right. But you know what song I got it mixed up with in my head? Upside down. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. They're the same exact sound. By the way, like, why was it, was it such a big deal to do a one-handed cartwheel? I mean, I can't do a cartwheel, but. Well, she had to, like, Kate broke her arm, and they're like, Kate, you can't be a cheerleader. You, like, you can't do flippy I'm shit with I'm pretty sure anymore. if you broke your arm, you shouldn't be doing one-handed cartwheels. <laughs> she did it. I've never broken a bone. I don't know the mechanics of all of that. Um, but <laughs> she, she had to uh, make amends with her um, used-to-be best friend, Lizzie, um, and... And learn how to do one hand cut. Like, who knew? And what bothered me is Elizabeth McGuire, okay, was very talented. And I felt like she just didn't try anything and just complained about not being great. And I'm like, girl, you can sing, kind of. You're good at gymnastics. You were doing that ribbon dancing thing for a while. You could do a lot of shit at that school. But you choose to hang around your fun friend, Miranda, who wears all the cool clothes, and your kind of so-so friend, Gordo, who carries a camera, and just live your basic life. And there's nothing wrong with that, but don't you dare complain when you have all the cards in your hand, love. So, unpopular opinion, but I think Lizzie McGuire would have been a better show if it was about Miranda. You're right. Here's some tea. Oh boy. There was supposed to be a spinoff about Miranda um, and uh, Selena Gomez was supposed to play her younger sister and it never came to fruition why? I forgot but it, <laughs> I can't remember if it was anything with the actress um, Lelaine who had an album as well that I really liked um, well I won't say the album I liked the single 
Am I remembering um, correctly in that she got addicted to meth? Yep. Oh dear. Yep. Poor girl. Maybe she wouldn't have if she got that show. Yeah. Disney could have changed everything. She could have been <laughs> just fine, just like Miley Cyrus. And it would have been interesting because wasn't she? Um, she's either Filipino. Yeah, she. Or... She was biracial, but I don't know. Because I know they did a whole Dia de los Muertos thing with her. But then she also mentioned that she... I know the actress was Filipina. Or half Filipina. I don't know, but it would have been interesting on Disney to have something like that. But I really love Miranda. I was devastated when she was on vacation in Mexico for the whole last season. And wasn't in the movie... And I'm like, okay, I see you. Yeah, I didn't That's I fine. didn't really like Lizzie McGuire as a character. I just didn't. I mean, her cartoons... She's not great. Her cartoon self was, <laughs> was funny sometimes, but mostly I was like, you're just a whiny, suburban kid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The redeeming thing from Lizzie McGuire movie is all the fun little antics in the songs, but... Otherwise, it's like, Lizzie, girl, get it together. But that also is troubling because she ju- she's fresh out of eighth grade. There's a 14-year-old in Italy who's riding around on a moped with... He's not a minor, whoever... I mean, however old that man was. Um, I mean, it's Italy. I don't know what they do in Europe. Um, (laughs) Anywho. Anything else on spinning around? Nope, that's all I got. That's all I got on that one. Um, Okay. Their second track, Virtual Reality. Oh, boy. So... I wrote a note that this is like NSYNC's digital get down, but about Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> they had their cool little R&B jam like every other album around this time. Um, getting a little sultry. Yeah. About Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, some of the lyrics I thought were pretty, pretty funny. Um <clears throat> I may never get it right. You might find I fall away. I can't live the perfect life every hour, every day. I may stumble. You may see a side you never knew of me. I don't want to let you down. But I cannot make the guarantee that I could love you like you love me till the end of time. It drives me crazy thinking why you want me by your side. And that's not even the chorus yet. And they're like ages like 12 to 14 at this point. And I'm like, guys. I mean, okay. Let's bring it down. When I was 12 to 14, I was definitely super dramatic. Feeling all (laughs) these feelings that I was like, I don't understand what's going on here. Why? What is happening? And like, I fully like Romeo and Juliet. I was like, this is like the most important story ever told when we were reading it in freshman lit class like so i get it i kind of get it but man <laughs> i mean i wrote a grassy fanfic clean fanfic i want to say um <laughs> because as i've gotten older you people hear fanfic and they just think everyone's having sex with everyone i'm like that is not what i did i had depth okay i had storylines <laughs> generations thank you wow you're really <laughs> defensive over your fan fiction you should post some of it 
Does it still exist somewhere online? I I feel like it has to. It was it was all on um the network that he came on, the N. <laughs> it was on the N dot com and I I don't know the mechanics behind how to find it, but it has to exist somewhere or at least archived somewhere. And I would just love to find it and make fun of myself. One thing I would never want to find. Okay, I have to. All right, here's a confession. (laughs) So probably eighth grade through like sophomore year of high school, I had there was this social media site called allpoetry.com. What do you what are you looking at? You're like, I know, I read your stuff. So, um, there. Are you kidding, girl? 2023? I mean. No, I'm joking. That's basically what it was. So, like, everyone, all the artsy, quote unquote, people in my town, all three of us, um, had accounts and we would write super dramatic emo poetry, basically. And. Dear God, I would never want to find it now. I do remember it caused a lot of drama, especially in my 14-year-old life when I was dating somebody. Oh. And here's, here's like, the saddest thing ever. He posted a poem about liking a girl at a dance, of all things. And I thought it was about me because I was dating this person at the time, little 14-year-old me. And I commented, like, oh, my God, you're so amazing, blah, 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 blah. like, all the love platitudes <laughs> that you could give at 14 years old. And then he broke up with me a week later. Bitch. Turns out, the song was about one of my best friends. Mm. Yep. He, the plot thickens. He wrote poetry about one of my best friends. Now, they never dated. She wanted nothing to do with him. But there you go. I was like... Dude, my little heart was broken. How dare. And I I was the idiot who commented on his poem thinking it was about me. Did you immediately remove him from your MySpace top eight? No, because I couldn't have... Okay, so here's another story. (laughs) I wasn't allowed (laughs) to have a MySpace because my parents said that I would attract pedophiles and start talking to them on the internet. And we had our computer in the family room where everyone always was. So I never had, like, alone time with the computer. So the all poetry was my way of doing social media in the time of MySpace. Because my parents couldn't say, stop writing poetry. Because it was academic. So, (laughs) you know, I got around the system that way. (sighs) That is... That is quite the story. Um, thank you for yes. that. I I don't have anything that uh, dramatic about my online. You didn't write sad poetry. I didn't. I I will say sometimes I got caught up in the aim away messages when I wanted Ooh, to be shady. Yes. that was like subtweeting for back in the day. Ninety percent of the time, mine were Avril Lavigne lyrics. Ninety percent <laughs> of the time. I also got someone online. Um, to like format it for me so it had like all the cool colors and Ooh, things and yeah, yeah, yeah. designs I had a plug MBD <laughs> <laughs> I also changed my font to like the unreadable gothic New England <laughs> style that's like unreadable <laughs> that looks like it's from a metal album in the early 2000s you can't read it but it looks like something metal yeah. 
if we ever get big enough to have a fan base, we should just make our own little aim chat room. Oh my gosh. Bring <laughs> I saw an article that they want to bring back chat rooms in the age of quarantine so that people get socialization. And I was like, that's a oh, but you great but horrible idea. I was going to say, people are wild in these days. It won't go well. Yeah. Like, there's too much divide. People will... Will, It'd be like a the moderators live will have a fit. YouTube comment section. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. So anyway, it's virtual reality. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of all related. So yeah. we'll, we'll move on to the next track of which I've already forgotten what it is. Hold on. Oh. Change a heart. Change the world. Okay. So this song, to me, sounded like an aqua song crossed with madonna's ray of light era except really really bad do you know what i got i got believe by Cher. same same area as soon as it started i was like is this believe this is believe right because like the same da, 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 and they also da, have like the weird noises you know how Cher was like she was one of the first to use autotune like on they have that in the background like a weird it's almost like they're doing an African black mambazu style thing in the background, <laughs> and you're like, what? That's what, okay. Maybe, maybe they were just taking a bit. They definitely were. From Believe. Because I feel, didn't Believe come out in like 2000? Um, I think. Also, I totally, I have a vivid memory of watching Cher perform that song at the Grammys. There is no getting over you. And being really confused as to why she was singing into a box. Because I didn't <laughs> understand what autotune was yet. So, sir. <laughs> um, it was 1998. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it must have been, well, the album came out in 1998. So maybe it wasn't released until 1999. Maybe? Or it got popular then well yeah this song sounded a lot like believe to me yeah um and it gave me like you know s club how they had their i don't remember if 18s had their let's save the world they did not probably Uh, (laughs) they were just about dancing on the ceiling it's oh that uh, yeah it was just abba yeah yeah um (laughs) i'm like is this more of their but i mean since they're a christian group you know staying on brand um, but I felt like, you know, here's everyone's charity, we are the world song, you know? Yeah. And, and, again, um, oh wait, that's for the next song, never mind, I'll keep it for that. Oh, but you I, mean I, the meaning of life? Yes. <laughs> the next song, right after Change a Heart, Change the World, they're really laying it on thick now. That's what I'm saying! I'm like, they're all, <clears throat> be benevolent. What, and do it I'm now. just going to skip straight into the meaning of life. That sounds funny to say. Um, with the serious male whisper singing in that song. Yes. Where he's like, I try to find the meaning of life. Someone told me I was looking for you. I didn't like that at all. I didn't like that one bit. Also, also, 
this was my first thought since I had watched the video of them being like, we're homeschooled. We know so much about life. We learn so much faster than the other kids. And then they're singing, why does the rain fall down? And why does the sun rise every morning? And I'm like, well, you see, there's this thing called science. I, did you not take physical science? Did, did your family not you teach you that? that? <laughs> Where was your science class? <laughs> Is that competing? It has to be in a green notebook. <laughs> you know, like life science. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I this song also gave me um like inspirational decom um montage like the Disney Channel original movies. Oh yeah. Where like the main character has a breakthrough. <laughs> this was the song they would be playing in the back. Where Xenon realizes she must save the world somehow. Is, it's me who must go zoom, zoom, zoom. Is that what... What was the plot of Xenon? I don't remember. Oh. That, she did have to save something. She did. She, like, was on a space station, and then she went to Earth, and then she came back. Something to, or was that in the... She learned how to... Was that in the sequel? I mean, she learned how to ride a horse. I remember that. Damn, what is the plot? All I can remember is the song and her being in space and Raven Simone's there. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Make my heart go boom, boom, my supernova girl. Yeah, I don't remember anything about the plot of that movie. I remember the outfits. Maybe there wasn't a plot. She went to win a contest to meet Protozoa. Something happened. She had to save something. And then she came back. (laughs) And then there was Protozoa. Singing. Is it something to do with plants? I don't know. You know what nah. I mean? I guess it's I'll not it's that. not important, but um <laughs> We can I guess we can move on to the next song. The next few songs I don't really have much to say about them because they all just kinda ran together. I was ready to be done. I'm like, <laughs> are we not? <laughs> um are we not through yet? Like, guys, I can't. What was this? Um, All I Want is the next one? Yeah. What I got from that is another great Jump 5 chant. Um, but also a super sweet melody <laughs> mixed in there with it. And it confused me. <laughs> I wrote down that this sounds like an 80s sitcom theme song crossed with cheerleaders. <laughs> yes! <laughs> They're Jump 5 chant. Um, that's... Who rocks house? <laughs> that's literally all I have. <laughs> we rock it all the way down. And I kept thinking, like, this was going to be on a special episode of Who's the Boss or an early episode of 90210. <laughs> a special episode of Who's the Boss? You know, a very special episode where, like, <laughs> someone finds cigarettes in a drawer, but it's okay because the family still loves each other. Wait, have you seen, or maybe you showed me, because I remember seeing it in college, but that dramatic, it was like a dramatic retelling of that episode of Seventh Heaven when they found a joint. What? And the dad, like, confronts all the kids, but they put this super dramatic music in the background. <laughs> I gotta send that to you after this. Okay, I need that. I do remember um, 
What if Full House was a horror movie? I remember that. <laughs> Where the dad, Danny, is just this creepy slasher murderer. Oh, no! Oh, I no, that. I can see that. Yeah. Like, he's obsessed with everything being clean, yeah. so then, like, after he kills everyone, he's gotta, like, bleach the house That's down. That's where Dexter got all his best ideas. I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Can pitch it. Um, moving on to Wish I Could Read Your Mind, I literally wrote, I have nothing. Girl, I didn't even write it down. <laughs> I... <laughs> The next one I have, it went by. Like, I remember listening to the album thinking, are we on the next song? And then all of a sudden... This is like... Here's Tell Me Why. When you're on a plane and you have, like, five hours to go and you just have that map up on the screen and you close (laughs) your eyes for a second and then all of a sudden you're flying over, I don't know, Colorado on your way to California and you're like, oh, how did I get here? I don't remember that. Did I fall asleep? Did we time jump? What happened? Um, well, as a placeholder, I found the plot to Xenon. So anyway, she's 13. It's 2049, so we're almost there. Woo. We're almost in Xenon's year. Um, and uh, she lives with her family on an Earth-orbiting space station, and then she got into trouble with the commander of the space station, and then they, um, she's on punishment on Earth to live with her Aunt Judy. <laughs> Poor Aunt Judy. She's like, I didn't want this kid here. And she can't fit in and she's all sad. And then and then she discovers, oh, they're about to fuck up the space station. Um, so then she goes back up to save the space station. Xenon. Here we are on um Tell Me Why, I'm pretty sure. And uh what I got for this one is it was nice and dancey. I will say I didn't hate it. Um, yep. And (laughs) (laughs) well, let me ask you this Was it a man singing? A man, a boy singing this song? Because I could not tell from the life of me. I was like, Is this Miss Libby with her alto (laughs) voice? Or is it the guy who sounds like Benji Madden or Joel? I don't know. I think. Hi guys. I'm I'm listening to it now. You guys can too. Yeah, you're pulling it up. This has to be the nice alto voice. This has to be the nice alto voice. Or at least the second tell. verse anyway, like a minute in. <laughs> um I can see it as an easy mode DDR game. Um, dance, dance, revolution. Like, you know, nice and slow. Up, back, crisscross, crisscross, you know? Just a nice one. <laughs> I never could do that. I would just trip over the little mat and fall on my ass. <laughs> you never would have thought that I would actually make it in the club during college, but I did. I'm trying to practice for zero gravity. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't great at it, but I I liked it. Um, Kids today, they have their, what is it, Just Dance? They don't have their little dance mats. They're just free to do whatever they want. They don't know what structure is. (laughs) I was actually, I was thinking about possibly buying one of those because I'm all into the whole Nintendo Switch fitness thing. So I was like, that would be a really good way to, like, get some cardio in. But then I'm like, (laughs) 
I was thinking <laughs> of doing the same thing because I'm like, I think that would actually get me to do something. Like, I, I do have a game suggestion for you. I'll tell you off air so I don't endorse them. <laughs> but I have started a fitness game on the Switch that is wonderful. And I'll send you oh, the link. I think I may know. Okay. But. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's tell me why. DDR. Um, next we have I Belong to You. Jesus. Which, <laughs> which I thought, well, this is something new. I like the modulating into the chorus. Like, they go up a couple steps, and it's like they're awakening. Cool. And they're like, I'm in love! And then they go back down. Um, some more weird whispering in here. Um, and I guess now that I'm looking at it at, in the perspective of being in love with Jesus, I'm like, okay. But at this point, I was like, okay, guys, listen. <laughs> You're not going to marry your seventh grade boyfriend, uh, Caleb. So, I mean, unless you did, maybe Aww, there are some people out Caleb here. Caleb that does the mega church <laughs> band, but he's such a catch. <laughs> he can play the acoustic guitar like no other. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I will tell you, you could play that song right now. I wouldn't know it's that right off the bat, but. Um. <laughs> if we move on to Love Ya Too Much, there's an interesting noise at the beginning of this song that was driving me crazy. I was like, is this supposed to be crickets or is it a fire alarm? <laughs> I couldn't tell the difference. It's like a weird buzzing noise. I'm like, oh, so I think they're trying to make it sound like it's nighttime, but it just sounds like an annoying fire alarm. Maybe you can't hear it through your cell phone. No, I, I, I can hear it faintly. Like, it sound, but in here it sounds like, like a... What? <laughs> just like like a, what the hell is that? I, I think maybe it's like a synth pad and they're just holding out a note but it's it's odd (laughs) it also sounds like bringing it back to mandy Moore. it sounds like walk me home (gasps) yes walk me home i don't want to go all the way alone that's what Um, i thought of yeah i mean they're hitting you with that uh harp synth which was big in those pop r&b crossovers so i can see that yeah i can see that about all I got on that one. Um, um, when I say your name, the next one I just have an all caps auto tune. 80s jam. Was I it? I felt like it was an 80s jam. Or trying to be. I, I must I must have completely. <laughs> I, I don't even remember the song. <laughs> I will be honest. I remember nothing about it. It just sounds um, very 80s dance like. You know? Like the later 80s maybe into the 90s on the not I was gonna say it's not on the same caliber as like pump up the jam or anything like that but it's got that oh feel. cause I immediately thought of that one song that's like boom 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 do you know the song yes no okay <laughs> I'm sure that was a great rendition of it um yeah uh I'm sorry we're flying through these guys. It's just really I mean God, you'll this, hear it. So I hard. recommend you guys just drink to this album and maybe that'll make it more fun for you. Don't do any um 
drugs like speed <laughs> or ecstasy or coke on this because you might kill do someone. Do a line. Do the choreography to spinning around. <laughs> <laughs> well, spinning around's close sibling of a song, Start Jumpin', the Radio Disney version. This was the one. Okay. So up to this point. This was the most annoying song <laughs> I have ever heard in my life. Up until this point, I was listening to this album thinking, oh my God, are we done? And <laughs> this started playing and I was like, wait, wait, I know this. A frequent listener of Radio Disney here. And I'm like, oh yeah, this was the one that was on one of the Radio Disney Jam CDs. It's like an exclusive. Yeah. Loved it. Loved it. Back then. Not now. Um, but it's a nice little, nice little dance jam. Yeah, and then they go into God Bless the USA, which the less I say about that song, <laughs> let me just say this. Okay, so September 11th happened. It was horrible. We all know that. Post 9-11, I had to ride the bus to school every day, which is fine, but they always had the country station on. Oh. And every day... They would play that fucking song, and we weren't allowed to have our Discmans on the bus for whatever reason. What? You can't... I know. I know. You can't police that? Well, eventually when the iPod came along, you could hide it in your bag more easily than the (laughs) Discman, so time just had to hang in there a little bit longer, but I had to listen to some god-awful country songs, first of all. It's probably why I hate country. Second of all, they played this song every fucking day. And it's just I can bad. Imagine. It's just so bad. I heard the Jump 5 version every day. I you know, heard her screaming, God bless USA. Over and over and over. And I remember, I vividly remember, I was a bit um, of a judgmental Judy when it came to <laughs> uh, singing. As a child. Who are you now? As a child, you were judgmental, (laughs) Judy, about singing. And I blame Rebecca Kroom um, because she she, um, was my singing coach at the time. And boy, did she let me know. So I thought, let me take what I've learned. And every time I heard this girl sing, every time I heard Britney sing, I remember this catty remark I had. I was sitting in the front seat and mom was driving. And I was like, I rolled my eyes and everything. I just thought I was so grown up. And I was like, God, try singing without the braces. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then just rip that $2,000 orthodontia <laughs> that your parents have paid for out of your mouth so you could sing this correctly. God, Brittany. Like, I just thought, like, this has to be hindering her. And then my mom turned to me and she was like, you know, you are really judgmental. (laughs) You try singing this. Are you on the radio? And I was like, oh. (laughs) Oh, no. How dare. I will say, though. Have you had, you didn't have braces, did you? No, but I wanted them. (laughs) (laughs) No, you did not. Um, they had so many cool colors. They did. I I I was a frequent um, sky blue uh, mm. brace wearer. Sky blue was my favorite. I never understood the people who got neon green or yellow. Weirdos. Um, <laughs> but yeah, usually I got sky blue. But I will say that 
Braces were a right pain in the ass. Not, not singing, but playing a woodwind instrument. Oh. I man. had cuts in my mouth Ooh. and on the top of my lip from, like, pursing against it for, like, probably until freshman year of college. It was just permanently embedded in there. Oh, wow. um, because yeah, you would you would purse your mouth to get that sound from the woodwind instrument, and like your cheeks would dig in. Mm-hmm. And also, my favorite part is when you were eating with braces, when it would get caught on one of the when your cheek would get caught on one of the rings, oh, and you would God. rip out a part of your cheek. No, you didn't want braces, Brie. You didn't want them. Probably not. But they, like they looked aesthetically pleasing. My friend, um, who I was about to name but thought maybe I shouldn't, we're not like buddy buddy, but she might find this. Um, she, <laughs> friend from the still, past. We're still Facebook pals. Um, and this person will send me a lot of uh, Degrassi things just randomly. Um, but this person went with my family to uh, Giordano's, which is a nice uh, Fine Chicago establishment. pizza pizzeria and she had rubber bands in at the time and I, I remember thinking those. I'm like oh no you can't eat this because of the rubber bands home girl like ripped yeah. those rubber bands out of her mouth and like chowed down on that pizza and my parents remark about it to this day like hey remember that girl who like ripped those rubber <laughs> bands out of her mouth <laughs> while we were eating dinner and that's oh literally gosh, all you could do, though, because I had rubber bands, too, and you would just have to carry a napkin with you and just, like, rip them out when you wanted to eat something. It was a super pain in the ass, and then it was a skill to learn how to chew gum with them in. It was a skill. Well, you know, all of your teeth uh, now, everybody who had braces, that I know of anyway, you all look great. So, congrats. <laughs> you did it. You, you did it. <laughs> Those, those permanent cuts in your mouth were worth it. Oh, thanks for hanging in there, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, going back to this Jump 5 album to wrap it up. Um, I have to say, didn't enjoy it, but I did go and listen to Switchfoot's uh, <laughs> first few albums, and uh, that was enjoyable. That, was, that held up pretty well. I will say, um, when I was done with it, uh, Spotify just went to the next song in the, I guess, Jump 5 shuffle. Mm-hmm. And it was, if okay, if anyone watched the Lilo and Stitch series on Disney Channel, mm-hmm. uh, Jump 5 did the um, theme song. And the theme song is Aloha y Como Mai. <laughs> and as soon as I heard it, I got so happy. <laughs> No mahili ohana, welcome cousins, come on by, aloha come on by. And then Stitch comes in. (laughs) 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 And I'm like, oh, this is fun. And it's like a song, which it confuses me because they sing it with like this Jamaican accent. Like when you're feeling down lonely, got nobody by your side. That's what I'm like, yeah. I'm like, but it's Hawaiian. It's Hawaiian, guys. They don't sing like that there. Oops. They don't. But I will say, if you do go to Hawaii, Oops. quick plug for them. Um, Hawaiian Airlines, that <laughs> is the most relaxing plane ride I have ever been on. They make sure really? you are well taken care of. They have the chillest things to watch. 
like you can watch like a an about Hawaii like documentary on the plane and they have like this Ooh. really chill music, this really chill sounding narrator and you're just like, "Wow, this 6-hour flight isn't that bad." <laughs> the only thing you I... fucking guava juice. Oh. <gasps> Damn it! That's way better than like flying Aer Lingus and getting a gross like pie pocket at the end of your flight. That you're like, what meat is this? <laughs> oh, Jesus! It's not um, good. Don't eat so the yeah. pie, guys. Don't eat the meat. Pie. <laughs> that was my. I will say, um, from their other album that we're not going to cover because the other tracks I... aren't that great. Um, I did like. <laughs> their do ya song do ya do ya do ya love me do ya do 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 that does have a music video available on youtube that i watched about 20 seconds of that's about all i can say what is (laughs) that was a thing they look significantly older in that video and they also covered shining star like when you wish upon a star by earth wind and fire which again is very courageous of people to do um and i remember this because it was on radio disney and i'm like they're doing it they're covering earth wind and fire and earth wind and fire had to give them clearance they're doing it um and it's more what a bunch of nice people right letting them do it we'll take that money yeah (laughs) um yeah it was something the song's not really that hard to sing so it's not even about that it's just that it's funk so the music's got to be pretty tight but it was all electronic anyway so (laughs) that's all i got for jump five like again i get confused a lot with 18s and i like 18s a lot more Yeah, I would not suggest you delving in unless you want to, like, feel like you're in a Libby Lou store, if you remember Libby Lou. Yes. Do you remember that? <laughs> sure never, do. Never been to one, but uh, I think we were past that age. Yeah, there was one Maybe? in our mall. Yeah. It was very I think, uh, pink. Yeah, I remember <laughs> the one The one in our mall was purple. I recall, and it was suspiciously close to the Hot Topic, which (laughs) gave a very weird, um... A lot of contrast. A lot of contrast there. You got the purple, glitter-filled Libby Lou, and then black Hot Topic. I used to think Hot Topic was super, super edgy and was, like, afraid to go in there, because I'm like, I'll go in and don't know. I'm not a part of this crowd. That's the thing, though. It used to be. I feel like when I was a kid, like, when I was, like, eight or nine... There wasn't, like, Harry Potter or Twilight shit or cartoon stuff in there. It was just piercings. Yeah. (laughs) Band tees and goth clothes. That's all it was. And, like, edgy Halloween costumes. Yeah. Or, like, weird lingerie that you're like, how does one wear this? You know, (laughs) as an (laughs) eight-year-old. I do remember, though, (laughs) going into Hot Topic for, like, my ninth birthday and trying to get my mother to buy me a Metallica's Ride the Lightning t-shirt. Um, which she wouldn't get me because it was a picture of, you know, the electric chair with lightning going through it. And I guess she thought that that wasn't appropriate. Maybe once you hit for... ten double digits. Well, 
had never gotten it. And then fast forward to, and this this says a lot about our society right now. Fast forward to me returning a package in Kohl's, an Amazon package, because you can return Amazon packages at Kohl's for some ungodly reason. Yeah, and I was walking that. out, and they had the same Metallica t-shirt in Kohl's. Did you get of it? Of all places. <laughs> sure did. Andy got it for me. I was like, I've been waiting for this shirt since I was nine years old. And I finally have it. And we got it, it time. at Kohl's of all places. <laughs> Which I don't shop there. So that was that was interesting. Long story yeah, short. Could have got that with some Kohl's cash. Oh, man. No. Well, see, if you return an Amazon package at Kohl's, they give you $5 off to spend in the store. So, oh. Got my $5 oh. off. Yep. Maybe I'll start shopping at Kohl's. You don't have to shop there. You just have to return a package. No, I mean, like, you know, start looking around there so I can use my $5. I don't really know what I would get from, I guess, a nice chunky sweater. I do like a good chunky sweater. <laughs> they do have some good business wear. I'll give them that. Um... Lauren Conrad's line is at Kohl's. Oh. She has some good blazers. LC herself. Yeah. yeah, yep, yep, yep. And Elle Magazine actually has a line at Kohl's, but I've never actually found what? any of their stuff there. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. These are things. Who knew? Um, Who knew? Well, yeah, that's Jump 5, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's all we got. Um, I will say we have a mega episode Headed your way for the next one. I'm just going to go ahead and reveal oh, yeah. it. We are doing... <laughs> we are doing Britney Spears' debut album on our next episode. I have soon, a lot to say about that. Soon, not only that, soon to be followed by the one and only Christina Aguilera's debut album on our episode after that it's it's kind of going to be a two-parter series not really we're gonna compare we're gonna contrast we're gonna look at all of it we're gonna Mm -hmm. see who whose team we were on when and whose team we're on now for me that has changed i won't reveal how my alliances (laughs) has changed over the years because that would spoil the fun but uh, i think it's gonna be an awesome few episodes yeah I'm excited. These these are great albums, and I feel like it's the moment you guys have all been waiting for. I've gotten some comments, I don't know about you, Becky, where they're like, all right, um, a couple people are like, tell me when you get to uh, Britney and Backstreet Boys and all those folks. I'm like, these are the worry. heavy it's hitters. Coming. It's we coming. We have to work up to it. You know? Um, and also thank you to the listeners we have. Um, I mean, this is, this is, this is a labor of love. And is that a, is that a phrase? That's a phrase. I mean, it works here. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We just but like no. talking about this shit. So yeah, we appreciate you listening. We appreciate you staying engaged and always having um, opinions. By the way, I still can't believe that some of you think Ace of Base <laughs> is better than Eighteen, but that's fine. You're entitled to your trash opinions. <laughs> No, it's fine. I, I like Ace of Base too, but um, we appreciate you staying engaged and giving us a listen. So thank yeah. you guys. Yeah. So we'll see you guys in another couple of weeks with some Britney. Woot woot. Hit me one more time. Such a great album. It's All right, so we're going to stop before I 
Alright, bye guys. Bye friends. Bye.